And uh, I want us to read in the book of uh, Isaiah 65. And uh, we shall, verse 17. We shall also read in Revelation chapter 3, verse 14. We shall pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we are depending upon you entirely. May you lead this, the, the utterance of thy word and the listening thereof. Guide my thoughts, guide my words. We are coming, Heavenly Father, to see what you can speak to us. To the extent, Lord, that we shall be able to fight this battle that we are living in, to fight it better, to be more victorious for the glory of your name. We commit ourselves now for the ministration of the word in the name of Jesus Christ our Savior. Isaiah 65 says, For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, for the former shall not be remembered, nor come to mind, into mind. Now, Revelation 3, verse 14. It says, And unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. May the Lord have blessings. My talk. And my topic is going to be the new creation of God. Like you've seen there in Isaiah 65, it says, I create a new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, not come to mind. And then Revelation says, Jesus is the beginning of the, new, of the creation of God. Now, these are some of the treasures that are hidden in, in God's word, which the prophet revealed. Right? Uh, if you want to see the reference of my topic, if you read the church age book, at the, at the, the message to Laodicea, you will find all that I'm saying 
It is wrong. I want to show you that that new heaven, the new heaven, the new creation is happening right now. Right? It is happening right now. When the let, let, me, let me put it like this. When the, when the creation was ended in Genesis chapter 1, that within the six days, uh, definitely, I believe you know that the six days that are written in Genesis is actually 6,000 years. Is that right? One day is a thousand years. So, and when the, when the old creation ended, God rested. After God rested, then he, he started. Now, this is, this is a bit deep. I, I hope you understand it. In Genesis chapter 1, when God, when it said, for example, I think maybe on the third day, I don't have it right now, but let's say, when he say, when the Bible says that God created the fishes in the sea, the trees on earth in Genesis chapter 1 if you are standing there and watching the creation there was not even one fish in the sea right when he says that the earth brought up halves in Genesis chapter 1. When you are, if you are standing there looking at the earth, there was not even one tree on the earth. Everything was in spirit form. The fish was in spirit form. There was nothing moving on the sea. Nothing growing on earth. But in Genesis chapter 2, the first thing that could visibly be seen was man. God created man out of the dust of the earth. When he was made and was walking around, then God now started bringing forth what? Plants. The first thing that happened was that God planted a garden in Eden. And he put man there. Then after that, the animals came up. Right? So, although man was the last to be made, 
in Genesis chapter 1. But for the actualization, when man was manifested, when the creation was manifested on earth, man is the one who was first. The last became first. As it were. The creation of the to be actualized and the found man there. The trees they came up when Adam was watching. Right? Yeah, read your Bible, you'll see. Genesis, read Genesis chapter 1 and then chapter 2. Right? I didn't think of reading because that was that's not my main topic. Then, after man was 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 uh, created like that, he was the leader of the creation. He was controlling the weather. He was controlling the animals. Is that right? Yeah. He is the one who has given them their characteristics. Right? And he is the one who was controlling them. He, the nature, the creation was in his hands. He was the God of the earth. Controlling everything. Then, we know what happened. When he fell, he lost the ability to control the earth. Creation had no leader. And the creation was lost. And because they had no leader, the creation, it acquired characteristics. As we are going to see, they were, the creation was subject to corrupt, was subjected to corruption. Because there was no leader. The creation fell. Now, when the, when the creation fell like that, because God could not take over the earth He had given it to man to control. And you know, God will never change his mind about his, his plan. Is that right? Yeah, his original plan will have to come into being. The, the kingdom has got to come back to, to the hands of man. And the only way that the creation could be redeemed from corruption is through the redemption of man. Man would have to be redeemed. And then the creation is redeemed with him. Yeah. Now, and uh, for, the, for, the, for the man to be redeemed, 
Maybe put like this. Now, for this time, maybe you won't understand what I'm saying. But let's put it like this. For man to be redeemed, man had to be created anew. I'm saying just hold there, alright? I'll elaborate on it and I'll show you what, what that the Bible says exactly that. Man had to be created anew. In other words, there has to be a new creation of man. Now, let's just get a, 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 a new idea, like, I mean, a glimpse of that. Looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We are going to read verse 21 to 22. Then we shall jump up to verse 45. This, in this chapter, Paul is, is, is comparing the, the role of Adam, the first Adam, and also Christ, the Christo, whom he is calling the last Adam. Uh, verse for since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. Right? When death came in the beginning, death came on all creation. Before Adam sinned, no tree could dry up. Not even one insect would die. The whole creation was to live forever. See? So, because Adam sinned, he sold the creation into corruption and death. Verse 22. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Paragraph 45. And so is written. The first Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Now, please listen to me carefully here. I'm, I'm just making a background for my topic. Right? Adam, Adam was the work of God's own hands. He was? He was the work, he was the creation by God's own hands. There is no other human being like Adam. 
Like somebody was asking, if Adam stood before you, and another man stood before you, would you would there be a difference in their physical characteristics? Somebody said yes. Adam would not have a neighbor. Right? Because the neighbor is the one that attached us to our mother's womb. Right? Adam didn't have that. Adam China. Because he didn't come here through the instrumentality of any man. It was God's own creation. From God's own hands. Right? So was Christ. So was Christ. Christ was God's own creation. His body. See? The prophet said eh, that what happened there's a time he preached a message and he preached under inspiration of the Holy Spirit and said that Mary did not contribute anything to the to the formation of Christ's body. That although it is Christ was called her seed, but she did not contribute anything. It is not a seed that came from her body or from her genetics. And Brother Branham, when he preached that under anointing, then a minister came to see him. And the minister was not arguing. He just told him, Brother Branham, you are wrong there. He was just correcting him. He said, no. The Bible says that Eve, the woman, was promised a seed, that her seed would bruise the serpent's head. And anybody knows that it, Christ was the woman's seed. So the man asked him, how can you say that she didn't have a seed? And the scripture calls him her seed. Now, and Brother Branham said that he was confused. And he said, Lord, you, you help me. Because what I preached I preached under anointing. How can the anointing be wrong? No, these are the small points that make me really understand and believe that Brother Branham was, is a prophet of God and in the message there is no mistake. We are following a prophet who on this, in this end time 
there is the power of infallibility that was to come on earth. Amani ago agamazima agatari mu chintu chona chosobola kuteka mu lugalo againo kukakunsi. Are you getting me? Mufuna bulunji. The power of infallibility in a human being was supposed to be on earth at the coming of the Lord. And we have it. Right? Yeah. So, and it is not Brother Branham. It is the Spirit of God. Because at that time, as a human being, he was also confused. In fact, when you look at his prayer, it was like this. Now, Lord, what will I do? This man has the scripture. You help me now. Because I don't know how to answer him. And as he prayed, the Holy Spirit came on the scene. And he answered like this. I wish I could see a flower here. When I was teaching this at home, I had a picture of a, of a, of a flower. But you people who know science, biology. Brother Branham used biology. Brother Branham used biology. He said that when you look at a seed, maybe it's a seed of maize, one of the commonest common seeds that we have. A seed of maize has both male and a female, what do you call them? Genes. To be called a seed. Is that right? I want that to be understood and to sink in well. What is called a seed in its formation? See, you teach us. You tell, tell us that pollen comes from the male. Then, out of that, you form a seed. That is the thing that you go to plant. Is that right? I don't know that you are getting me. 
The meal by itself it does not have a seed. The female by itself cannot be called a seed. The seed has to be both combined. That is the thing that you go to plan. Otherwise, if a woman had a seed, she can give birth to a baby without a male. Yeah. Amen. But she needs a male. Right? So that a seed can be formed. Then the seed is implanted in her womb. Right? The seed is both male and female. together. So, what God did in the birth of Jesus, he, provide, he created both the male and the female genes. And he made a seed. And then took that seed and planted it into the hand, into the womb of Mary. And she got a seed. She got a seed from God. Just like you can say, I have my hand. God gave it to me. I got a foot. God gave it to me. I got a liver. God gave it to me. Right? In the same way, she got a seed. God gave it to her. Right? And then, when it was implanted into the, into the womb of the woman, it started growing like a normal baby. The body of Christ was such a creation of God. It was a body just like the body that God came in and he visited Abraham and he drank milk and he ate some chapati with butter. Praise the name of the Lord. That was the creation of God. And that is why when Christ now came like Adam, Adam the work of God's hands but Jesus had a neighbor. <laughs> right? Yeah, because he was incubated in a woman. Then when he was born, he had the characteristics of Adam. Again, he could control nature. Like Adam. He could control the creation. Let me tell you, since Adam fell, when Jesus walked on earth, 
Yesu ya kunsi. The creation saw Adam again. They beheld another leader. They knew that Adam in the beginning everything depended on Adam. Without Adam the creation had no direction. Elephants did know what to do. Trees did not know what to do. The winds did not know what to do. They are just behaving in a chaotic manner. Because they have no leader. But when, Christ, when, when that is when Adam fell. Remember I said that when they came to actualization they, they had found Adam here. So they were depending on Adam to lead them. When he fell they have no leader. When Christ was manifested Adam appeared again. So the creation had hope that now they are going to be redeemed. Right? Amina. That is why when Jesus died, the creation had, had reacted violently. The sun refused to shine. And the earth shook. Right? Amina. Because the creation had no hope now. But now, through the ages, they have seen sons of God in a partial manner. In a partial manner. You know that is why Jesus said, so the disciples, go and preach the gospel to every Did they say, go and preach to go and preach to the gospel to everybody. No. Go and preach the gospel to every creature. The creatures. They also need to hear the gospel. And they have been seeing sons of God. In a partial manner. Portraying some characteristics of their leader, Adam. Praise God. Amina. And as it has become more, they become more and more like Christ. More and more like Christ. So when they see on earth men and women acquiring more and more of the characteristics of their Adam, then the creation is waiting earnestly for the manifestation of the sons of God. Because they know that when the redemption is complete, they shall also be redeemed from death. The trees will never die again. The animals will never die again. Then, and they see those signs partially through the sons of God. 
Now, this is written clearly in Romans chapter 8. Romans 8, verse 19 to 23. For the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same in hope. Kubanga, okutunulia enyo okwebitonde kurindida Oku okubikurirwa kwabana bakatonda kubanga ebitonde byatekebwa byatekebwa okufugibwa obutalimu sirwa kwagala kwabyo wabula kubwoyo eyabifugisa mukusubira the, the reason of whom have subjected the same in hope hope when they saw Christ they saw what bebyaraba esubi because the creature also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also who have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves grown within ourselves. Waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. Oh, I'm telling you, there's a lot that we can say about that. I, I want to go quickly. Maybe, maybe, God willing, we can pick it up again. But I hope these are very deep scriptures. Very deep. Because this corruption that the creatures were subjected to. It does not refer only to the rotting of their body when they die. But also the deformation of character. Buffaloes are very hostile creatures. They will be in the millennium. They will be in eternity. Lions. Leopards. All these creatures. But they shall be gentle creatures. The act of corruption is the one that makes them so mean. And also. You see, our bodies are also put there. Our souls are saved. Is that right? You know, we are a triune being. You have a body. And a spirit. And a soul. Your soul is a believer. You believe God in all circumstances. 
Our spirit are make believers. Sometimes you are so happy, you are so strong. Other times you are not so sure whether you are saved. You feel so discouraged. You wonder whether it is, it is, uh, it is worth being a Christian. The spirit is a make-believer. And the, but the body is always an unbeliever. He's not saved at all. The complete redemption of our body. Brother, when the body is redeemed, there shall never for eternity be a motion of sin. Amina. You will never get angry. Never feel discouraged. Never a temptation to do evil. For eternity. That will come about at the time that the creation, the creation is also being redeemed. Because the body is a part of animal life. You know that. Hey, brethren. Do you know that our bodies are part of animal life? Yeah, that's yeah. why they talk about this. Yes, so that, that there is a missing link between the chimpanzee and the human being. It's that line. That line, that line. And the human being is the highest creature of the creatures. But it does not pertain to the soul. That pertains to the body only. So when it is redeemed, it will redeem the whole creation with it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And now, the only, the only reason why there is partial redemption, the body completely unredeemed, the spirit make believer there, is because the soul has not fully understood who it is. Right? I could read scriptures, but I can see that clock is really busy. But if you go to the book of Isaiah 28, it says that we are completely redeemed even now. Right? Even now. Ah, maybe let's go. Let's, let's this is Isaiah 28, uh, verse 17 to 20. It says, Judgment also will I lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet, and the hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies, 
and the waters shall overflow the hiding place. Praise God. These are very deep scriptures also. Judgment This is the, the placing of the word. Right? Amina. And the the hail and the waters are the waters of the word under the power of the Holy Ghost. We'll do what? We'll sweep away the refuge of lies. And then what will happen? And your covenant with death shall be disannulled. Death that came through the fall. The covenant shall be disannulled. And your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through. Then he shall be trodden down by it. That's, that's the Holy Ghost power. It will take away lies. It will save the truth. And it will set people free from death. And free from hell. Verse 19. From the time that it goes forth, it shall take you. By morning, by morning, shall it pass over. By day and by night. And hey, look at this. Very, very deep statement. And it shall be a vexation only to understand the report. Verse 19. Yes. Are we together? Every day you will get the report. But it says, and it is a vexation only to understand the report. The partial redemption that you see in, in us, in the church, is because of not understanding the report. It has not yet been revealed to humans that they are free. That's where the problem lies. Otherwise, full redemption has been completed. You can be redeemed body, soul, and spirit. The problem is the revelation of it. Understanding. That's the vexation. And that's the only problem that we are having now. You can go 
right now katikati you have the opportunity to be like Jesus Christ completely oino mukisane beto kweranga Yesu Kristo mubulambawe the full stature of Christ ekigera cha Kristo ekijude possible now chisoboka kati here wano amina in this meeting mulukunga naruno it is possible chisoboka the way has been made ngabwe yakorebwa ekubo lyatekebwawo The only problem is understanding. That's the vexation. But you know, that's why the prophet said, when the bride understands who she is, that's the vexation, understanding. But you know, the full revelation of it is with us now. At the time hey brethren Aburganda. if we only understood what has happened to us singa twategere privilege that we have been given of believing and understanding having a revelation of the prophet of this last day ministry and the opportunity that has been opened to us I'm telling you mbagamba okay. because when that understanding when we when the bride understands that report there is no new power that is going to come from heaven right amina because whatever she needs is already in her yeah amina You have the power. I have the power. Inside me now. Now, and you may say, brother, but we don't have we don't have the faith. We have the faith even. Anyway, let me not complicate myself. But we have everything now. The only thing is understanding it. We are not going to get anything new from heaven. All that we need for the rapture, for the final victory, for controlling this earth, we have it in our hands now, right now. Here. That's right. And when we when the when the when And that's why the Bible says there. Yes, so Lord, Bible, you read read verse 20. This incomplete understanding of the report. That's why we are suffering. Yes, so Lord, When the Bible is saying there. Bible, for the bed is shorter than a man can stretch himself on it. And the covering narrower than he can wrap himself in it. Covering, covering is religion. It's not complete. This, this is the problem of incomplete redemption. Because of the understanding of that report. 
And our bodies are still in the in this incomplete, incomplete redemption state. But praise God. It has been promised that in our days, in this day, last days, that will be solved. We shall understand that report. And frankly, I believe that through the message of the hour, we, we, we are coming to understand it. This thing is unfolding now. We are living in great times, my brethren. See? Now, let us, let, let us look at this new creation. Because as I said, this new creation, I showed you how the, the how Jesus, his body, started in another new creation. You know, when he was formed in the, in the womb of Mary, that was the beginning of the new creation of God. Now, let us go to the concepts in Isaiah 65. You see a few things there. You know, some people listen to this kind of message. Eh? And uh, this, they, they wonder, what is the relevance in all this? How will it help me in my life? <laughs> I want you to, to, to follow attentively by the grace of God I will show you how we, shall, how we use this information right because it is the truth uh, Isaiah 65 verse 17 for behold I create new heavens and a new earth and the former shall not be remembered. No come into mind. There is a new there is a new creation coming. It is not based on the former creation. It is not fixing the old one. It is a new creation. In other words, the concepts of the old one, the ideas that are there in the old one, are not relevant here. This is a new thing God is doing. A new thing. Verse 18. But be glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For I create Jerusalem a rejoicing and her people a joy. This creation is bringing great joy. 
Right? Amina. It is a wonderful thing. It will culminate. It will end Chijja, in the millennial blessings that moves us into eternity. Right? Amina. Verse 19. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. Now, there are very few there are very few verses in the Bible that show God himself rejoicing. He gives people joy. And he, is, he seems to be a giver of people rejoicing. People, but himself rejoicing. There are very few verses that say that. <laughs> but there are so these are the, one of the few that, that God is doing something there is another verse in the book of uh, this same book of Isaiah that show God singing people sing for God but himself singing himself rejoicing you know? no God is capable of rejoicing. Mina. But to get him actually to be joyful, to where he's shouting, God singing. But I'm telling you this creation is so good that God himself will raise his hands in the air and see. <laughs> Praise God. See, and the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her. Verse 20. There shall be no more things, an infant of days. No, an old man that hath not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old. And the sin, the sin of being 100 years old shall be accursed. Now, this pertains to the millennium. As you know, sinners shall be there in the millennium. They will be. Right? Yeah. What will happen as we are waiting for the coming of the Lord? A time shall come when things will be frozen. Redemption shall be frozen. Right? You cannot make yourself any better. But thankfully, you can also not backslide. Where things find you, that's for eternity. If they find you a sinner, too bad. If you're a believer, they find you backsliding, you, you cannot repent. The chance is gone. Right? 
Things will be frozen. Because the Bible says, let the sinner be seen as steel. Unrighteous. Unrighteous be unrighteous. But let the righteous be righteous. Still. And then we shall usher in it, then the tribulation period will come. Which is going to kill everything. Physically. But there are a few people that are going to escape death. Physical death. They shall walk into the millennium. Some of, the, some of them will be sinners. Because they will have survived when things were frozen. Remember that when the, the tribulation period is a very short period. It's only three and a half years. Then we get into the millennium. So there shall be people, sinners, who will be closing to a hundred years old. And they shall die. Right? That's what he's talking about here. Remember, all this is tied to the new creation because that was the opening statement in this chapter. Right? And then, let's jump to verse 23 uh, to make things easier. They shall not labor in vain, nor no bring forth for trouble, for they are the seed of the blessed of the Lord and their offsprings with them. So This is one of the verses that gives us the promise that if you have an offspring, if you have a child that came from your body, you shall be there with them. We can claim all our children. Right? God will do anything. That's what the prophet said. And we will be standing here on this scripture. Now, verse 24. And it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. And the wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock. And Dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountains, says the Lord. Can you look at that? So that the things of the former creation are not there anymore. 
If you ask, if you tell the lion today that it can survive on grass, it will tell you it's not, it's not possible. There are no, there are no enough nutrients in grass. Right? Amen. It will tell you it has to eat meat. But the point is, the things of the former creation, which we are having now, the, nutri the, the, what? the nutrition laws, the way the former creation behaves, it is they are all going to be wiped away. And there's a new one. And when it when this, when the lion stops eating meat, that's for eternity. They will never come back to their diet now. This present creation shall forever be, be done away with. Now, let's, let's go back and we look at the commencement. We are now in that scripture. Are we together still? Where we have read in Isaiah, it is talking about I was just trying to establish that there is a new creation coming. Now, in, in this portion, I want to talk about the beginning of it. When did, when did, when did it begin? When did it begin? And how is it progressing? I've told you about the creation. It started by the creation of the body of Christ. That's why in, 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 in the book of Revelation, it says that he is the beginning of this new creation. It is his body. Because his body, through his body, being offered as a sacrifice, it is what makes way for this new creation. It is what makes it possible. Without that body, there is no redemption, there is no creation. So God creates that body. And through it, he makes a way to start the new creation. That's, that's written in the book of Hebrews 10. Verse 5. You read verse 5 and then we shall jump to verse 10. It says, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldst not, but a body hast thou prepared me, hast thou created me. Right? Chapter 10, verse 5. 
munsi chavayo garanti sadaka nebiwebwayo tiwabyagala na ye wante kera tekera omubiri right now jump to verse 10 because from verse 6 to verse 9, he is quoting the Old Testament where this is written, where he is proving it. Are we together? So, verse 10, by the which, by what? By that body. A body has thou created me. By the which, we, will we, sorry, by the which, we will, will we are sanctified. I think I've copied some. I've left some words there. We are sanctified through the. Of, let me read. Let me on the here. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Christ once for all. A body has now prepared me. Then the offering of that body. We are sanctified. Right? So that body. Which was the beginning of the new creation. Then it was offered for sacrifice. What was that body? Hey brethren. What was that body? A body is made completely human. Is that right? Into that body, God himself comes down. Since it's a human body, and God has come into it, God and man join together. See? It was a great thing. That was deity in flesh. When we were in, uh, I think, in the primary school, class two, I remember somebody asked our CRE, the Christian Religious Education Teacher. If they didn't kill Jesus, what would have happened? And I remember that old man saying, if they never killed him, he would have been alive even today. He just didn't know. If they didn't kill Jesus, he would have died of old age. Right? His body was entirely human. Right? When he rose from the dead, is when he, he dieth no more. But the body he was wearing could feel pain like you and me. Could be tempted like you and me. Jesus used to get sick. Right? In his life, in his journey on earth, he knows what a headache is. In history, 
It is written that when he raised that boy after he raised him from the dead as they were walking along he sat on a stone groaning with a headache when Peter goes to ask him what's wrong I have such a severe headache until they wait for him to recover then he stands up. Maybe he's staggering. No, let's just go. No, re rest a little no, 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 let's go. Suffering. He was entirely human. Right? Now, through the offering of that body, when it was pierced on the cross, Water and blood came from it. And then he had given up his spirit. Those three elements. The water. The blood. And the spirit. Through it. When the spirit comes into. You know. Where we. You remember. We read in first Thessalonians. Uh, Corinthians chapter 15, that the first Adam was a living soul. But the second Adam was a quickening spirit. Is that right? Quickening means it is a spirit that gives life. So, when you are washed, by the water. And then your sins are forgiven by the blood. Then the spirit comes into you. A new creation starts in you. Let me elaborate a little bit. Water Wash. Because those three elements they make a way for the new creation. What is water? It's the word. You hear the word. You agree with it. When you submit yourself to it that gives you salvation. You are still dirty. You are still filthy. You still have the desires of sin. And you actually still commit sin. Right? Now, how does the blood wash you? When you confess your sins, as your sins are highlighted by the word, and because you believe God, it will be easy for you to believe the word. When it shows you your sin, and you truly repent, right? When you truly repent, the blood washes you. How does the blood wash you? 
you are you get forgiven of the sins you have committed then the, the power of the life of the blood comes into you and it takes away the conscience of sin. You become free from sin. Let me make it clear. You have seen Jesus telling us, instructing us. He was asked by the disciples. How many times shall my brother come to me? Having sinned against me. And I forgive him. And I, is it seven times? So, no, I'm not telling you seven times. But seven times seven. That's, you must do that. You must forgive your brother. Is that right? But then, I'm talking to you that is sinning against your brother. Or sinning against God. Why are you sinning 70 times 7? It does not mean that the Bible allows you to sin, to sin 70 times 7. When you sin once and you come and repent, sin the second time, come and repent, the third time, up to the tenth time, it's actually because you are not repenting. Somehow you are just having an intellectual kind of apology. But you are not repenting. If maybe at the tenth time if the power of the blood with a true sincere repentance if it comes on you and you truly repent not apologizing but repent you will not sin an eleventh time Jesus said that because he knows there are some people who are weak. They never get the revelation that they are in danger of hellfire. Right? Otherwise, you would think that he was making a situation where we have, we have a kingdom we have a fellowship where people see are sinning against each other continuously and they will never because 70 times 7 surely, those are very many times isn't it? He didn't want that kind of a situation. It is giving people a chance to really repent. If he sins against you, be patient with him. Maybe along the way, the blood is going to help him. And he will never sin no more. Because sure enough, when the blood touches him, the power of the blood 
It will take that sin away. And he will never sin again. That's why I'm telling you, my brethren. Blessed are you that have been sanctified. Blessed are you that have overcome sin. You used to smoke. You don't even want to see it. You used to have a temper. But you know God has delivered you. It is that element of the blood of the blood that came from Jesus. That is what has worked on you. And the power of it has set you free. Now, that Life of the blood. It is what is creating a new man within you that looks like Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, and as the power, the life of the blood is coming in you and it is creating creating a person that looks more and more like Jesus. That is why I'm telling you, brethren, you men and women of 70 times 7, you are still on your journey. You are still counting. You are still counting and saying, oh Jesus, oh Jesus told us you can You are missing out. Because Jesus now, the Lord now, is in the process of creating. The faster you yield to God, the, the faster the new man is built inside you. Don't look, don't, don't strive to be accepted with your weaknesses. I wanted to say this later, but let me say it now. When people go to hospital sometimes, maybe he's a smoker, started smoking when he was a teenager, and they want, now they, are, they smoke two packets a day. And somehow they have been, man somehow they have been Convinced that it is it is desirable to stop smoking. Maybe they are scared of cancer or something. Or they are tired of being chased by people. Oh, no smoking. So they have, they have to go to the toilet to smoke. So they are tired of that. Now they want to stop smoking. And they go to hospital. And the hospital, they, they meet somebody who doesn't know what they are doing. And all the time, I've, I've heard this. Both, 
people in hospital, doctors, nurses, who have never dealt with that demon. Because these are things that you may not find written in medical books. You read them from if, if there are doctors here, nurses, let me tell you, you won't find it in your textbooks. Sometimes, many, many textbooks. But you will find them written in psychology books. Or written by experts who have dealt with that problem. Right? And preachers too. Because we have brethren who have that problem. Instead of going to doctors, they go to preachers. And preachers who don't know, they tell them the same thing. And you know what they tell them is this. If you are smoking 40 cigarettes a day, start with reducing to 39. Smoke 39 for two weeks. For two weeks. Then you go to 37. Then like that, smoke that for two. Then you go, go down, 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 down. You say, give yourself a year and put it on the calendar. It sounds like wisdom. But it is nonsense. It doesn't work. The correct thing is take your packet of cigarettes and throw them to the latrine. And stop. Go to a room. Even if you have to, to take leave from work. Go and stay in a believer's house. And stay there. If you are not a believer, let them admit you in a certain hospital. Because your body is going to react until you are trembling and you are confused as if you are going to go mad. Right? The reaction is going to be because that demon is so ferocious. So mean. Right? That it cannot let you go just like that. But if you can overcome it for two weeks, you'll be cured. Now, that is a good example of sin. You cannot say, oh, you are no, I have a problem. You know these days. You know, we're having very funny people. Very funny people. A brother or a sister is a fornicator. Brother, sister, And when they talk about it, they say, oh, it's a weakness. But I'll overcome it. I'm working on it. God will help me. So they fornicate just a little and they reduce slowly. Those demons won't let you go. They won't let you go. You've got to be violent. You've got to be violent. 
Now, Latin. Uh, right. Now, this is this is what I'm trying to say, my brethren. The when God is creating that new man. This issue, let me tell you, this issue of saying, oh, smoke, uh, smoke 39, smoke what, 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 and then those, are the concepts of the old creation. That is psychology. Right? We are dealing with demonic power here. Let me tell you what works. What works is the power of the blood. If a man or a woman is doing something wrong and he realizes the devil, I don't care how much, how far into sin you are. But we are dealing with creative power here. It is not according to the old. Creation. The powers that rule the old creation they are not the ones working here. Here we are dealing with creative power. That's why you find in Brother Branham's meeting a woman is an alcoholic she is a drug addict. Right? One that when they stop taking those drugs they can even die. That's why they are put in hospitals. They are not given the drugs that is slowly, slowly stopping now. But they are injected with other things that will take the place of those other drugs. But the original original offending drugs are not given. Right? Mina. But when they come to the meeting, when we are dealing with them here, the spiritual power, we are dealing, dealing with creative power. That's why, brethren, who stop sin under the power of this new creation because they are dealing with creative power. I don't know what happens. I can't tell you scientifically. Nobody does. Nobody can tell you. Like that sister called Rosella. She was a dope addict. A drug addict. She was, she was delivered in the meeting. She never touched alcohol again. And she did not die. It was creative power. 
And that is what works. This is what we are depending on. That is why brethren. When Jesus came. He was the beginning of the crea this new creation. He did not obey the rules of nature. He would look at the sea. And walk on the sea. Because the powers of the old creation. Are not the ones working now. If you go to the moon, you have seen documentaries of Mara them being in the moon. You know, on this earth, you throw something up, it has to come down. And it cannot go very far. Because the way things work here on earth, we are working under the laws of gravity. If you are in the moon, if you are in the moon, and you throw this bottle like this, it, would, it will continue going up and up and up and up. I don't know where it goes, when it stops. If I throw it like this, it won't reach here. It will go all the way up there. <laughs> because that's how things work there. In this new creation, the powers of the old creation do not work here. Here we are dealing with new power. A new way of thinking. A new way of controlling. Not like the old one. The old one is gone. And it will not come to mind. And it will go for eternity. They will never come back. We are not under the powers of this world. That's why Jesus, he could look at the people. According to the powers of the old creation, a few mandazi can only fill the stomach of a boy. Because a little boy had carried them for his lunch. Is that right? But Jesus told the people, told the disciples, let, the men sit, let them sit down in companies of people. According to this new creation, five mandazi can feed, can feed 20,000 people. <laughs> Amina is not limited. Amina. And the Bible tells us Bible let the mind that was in Christ be in you. Amina. Don't think of the old the old forces and the powers. We are a new creation. This is a new world. The old one is gone. See? And Jesus yes. is creating the people where things are going to work the way they were working 
before the fall. Amina. And this world and all its forces. Now, so when you find brothers and sisters trying to tell you about how oh, slowly, slowly, you know, it, it, cannot, it cannot leave you at once. It cannot leave you at once. See? Are you thinking of the old one? Or are you part of the new? Remember, new wine needs new skin. If you are old skins, you cannot accommodate this gospel. You will crack. But this needs people who are born again. New skins. That can accommodate this. This gospel. This new gospel. This new natures. This is the new creation of God. Colossians 1. Verse 18. And he is the head of the body, the right. church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. Just like Adam, Adam, he had preeminence in all the creation that was there, the old creation. Jesus came from the dead. It is a type, I mean Adam, Adam, when he came from the dust of the earth, it was a type of Christ coming from the dead to be the head of that creation. So is Christ now. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. No recho omuntu anabanga ali mu Kristo daba muntu mujja erange ebintu ebyedda byonna biweddewo. Ephesians 5:2 Befeso verse 10 olinyiriwo kubiri. Ephesians 2:10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Ephesians chapter chapter 2 verse 10. 
Chikubanga fe tuli muri mugwe abatonderwa mu Kristo Yesu olwebikorwa ebirungi katonda biasoka okuteka teka fe okubitambuliranggamu create his workmanship created Om, in Christ Jesus omuri mugwe abatonderwa mu Kristo the new creation abutondeje bwali mukola which God has foreordained. These are people predestinated. God pre-saw them and ordained that we should walk in this new creation in Christ. It is actually a creative power that comes on a man or a woman. See? It takes the creative power of God. Now, I want for a few minutes as I'm, I'm finishing to emphasize on this. It takes creative power. Not psychology. There is a sister. I'm going to read the quotation. Uh, Maybe, sister, you can. Uh, it is 640830M. 640830M, paragraph 59. There is a sister, while she's getting the quotation. I believe it's a sister. Where she, she had the Holy Ghost. But. She had the problem like we, we read in uh, Isaiah 28. Not really knowing it. Right? Mm. <coughs> Are we together? I'm not going to take too long, okay? I want you to walk with me. Are we together? Right. The sister, sister no. she had the problem. The, it was a vexation to understand that she has the Holy Ghost. But the prophet could see her life and see the Holy Ghost there. But she didn't know it. And she, but being a Christian, she, she, she really wanted to know. Now, brethren, it would have been easy for the prophet to tell her, Sister, don't worry. I can see you have the Holy Ghost. But the prophet, with all his, uh, his gifts, he, 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 he I hope you get what I'm trying to say without thinking I'm, I'm contradicting or blaspheming. But he did not have the creative power in the way I'm speaking it. In the way I'm trying to tell you today. Right? Amen. <coughs> he, could he could tell her he could have chosen to tell her. Sister, I'm a prophet. And sister, and you have seen the Holy Spirit. 
Designing hearts of the people. And I'm assuring you, you have the Holy Ghost. But that psychological assurance would not work for her. And the prophet knew it. She needed a touch from God himself. The creator. She needed something creative. Now let's read. Let's see what I mean. Uh, I think it is 59. 59. Well, you see, if I tell you <coughs> I, I found someone uh, program, the interviews this morning. Person, I guess they are still in the building. Uh, that about speaking with tongues. The person is a genuine person. With the Holy Ghost. A real person, and they have lived right. And they have heard me say that the evidence of the Holy Ghost wasn't speaking in tongues. And it isn't. But I advise that person to ask God to let them either speak in tongues or prophecy because it's the nature. Paragraph 60. The first thing, I went to that person and found their birthplace. What sign they were born under. And could tell what their birth was. Which way it is set in its natural nature sets them in a certain line. Then when they are reborn again, they are over here in another nature. And then when you find into this nature, that's the inside, the inconscience, the conscience, inside conscience. The, the outside conscience moves you in one way. That's, that's your natural birth. And then they will make up something and it puts them what under a four and it puts them in a split condition and they don't know what to do. They will say, the Lord wants me to do this. Now, I don't understand exactly what he's saying but I... I from there, even yourself you can design. Now, this is what we are talking about, Gideon. That your nature, the time that you are born, it gives you a certain character. Right? Yeah, I don't know the connection between that and astrology Simani and whatever. But I know we were driving some years ago, we were driving from the western Uganda and we got to a place where we were crossing the equator. And there was a young man there. A smart young man who made money by by explaining to people for, for a fee. 
He would explain to you the effects of crossing the equator. See, he would be on one side of the equator waiting for people. When, when he sees a car coming from that direction, he moves over there. And people stop to take pictures at the equator. He, he offers his services. And he tells them, you see, he has water in a, in a bowl that slants downwards like this. So, and the, the, the bowl has a hole in the center. He takes a leaf like this and puts it on the water. As the water is passing through the hole, it whirls in a certain direction. And he, tell, and he tells them, when we are on this side of the equator, the water will whirl in this direction. But when we cross over, it will whirl in this other direction. So he demonstrates that. Right? And a few other things. And he told us that even the hair of your head, you know, if you shave your head, when you get to the scalp, you find that you are, your hair kind of wilds like that. People who are born on this side of the equator, their hair wilds in this direction. While those who are born on the other side, it wilds on this other side. <laughs> and he says, the place you are born the time of the year you are born the stars that are looking down on you like that it has an effect on your nature right that's what the prophet is trying to do here, to here. and even when you come to be a Christian it has an effect on the way you react to situations now, and the idea is, eh? now, if we rule, let, let's look to paragraph 62 of the same quotation. See, a dandy person, dandy is, dandy is good, just a nice person, you see? But that person, I told them, they said, well now, I could be sure of having the Holy Ghost. See, a dandy person, a real loyal person, with the Holy Ghost. But it would be good for her to say, Father, just give me this for something to stand on. Right? What, were they, what, what, what would this person ask? He had explained, paragraph 59, that he told this person to ask God to either let them speak in tongues, give them a gift of prophecy. Because as the gift itself, the Holy Ghost power is vibrating through this person, they get confidence. 
You getting me? Mufuna bulunji. And that's what I'm saying. It would have been easy. This kind of person. Now this this her is what makes me know that she was a sister. Right? Mm. The prophet could see she has the Holy Ghost. Suppose she was in my church. Maybe I'll tell her, sister, you have the Holy Ghost. You are a nice person. Don't let Satan deceive you. That's all psychology. That's the old creation. But in this, in this creation, the Holy Ghost itself, let the Holy Ghost come upon her. And as it's shaking her, as it lifts her in the, in the unknown, and she speaks in tongues or prophecies, you can't shake her from there. The power of this new creation is what works. Not psychology. Not encouragement. And I'm telling you, brother, sister, sister, that's why the Bible tells us to make our calling and election sure. You need creative power. You know, brethren, this is why we have such a weak Christianity. Because people are, are trying they are trying to base their confidence on psychology. Weak Christians. They don't want to face God, to meet God. Right? You have to have creative power. This is what we are depending on. That's what you need. There is a minister here. In our next quotation, this is 61 07. I heard you say that I should be back in the ministry. And I have thought upon it myself and have waited upon some definitely word from him about it. Up to now, up to date, it hasn't come. Now, since I know the end is so near, 
Should I still wait for the Lord Jesus to speak to me? Or would he be pleased to, to tell you what to tell me? Since I know you are his spokesman for this day. This brother, he's a minister. For some reason, he stopped preaching. Now, he had heard from his with his ears. Brother Branham with his lips. Brother Branham saying that he should go back to the ministry. Shouldn't that be great authority? There are ministers today. They are trying to say to show their authority. To show how they have vindicated. Say, Brother Branham said, I'm a prophet. Brother Branham said, Brother Branham ordained me. Brother Branham That was Coleman. You're saying, Brother Branham ordained me. That's quite some authority, isn't it? Now, this brother, he had heard brother Branham in his lips saying that he should, he should go back to the ministry. But I'm telling you, that is not creative power. It is not creative power. And this brother realized that. Should I still hear from God? Or should, should I still wait for Jesus to speak to me? Or shall I wait? Shall I depend on what you have told me yourself? Now, here is what Brother Branham said. Now, there are many things he has said. He has talked about the, the, the way the devil plays with your mind. You think you are called when you are not called. And sometimes you think you are not called when you are called. Ma, if we go to paragraph 40. No, I want us to read that together. Yeah, let's go. 40, 40, paragraph 40. It says, I believe God would speak right straight to him. Would speak right straight to him. All right. I believe God would write this, that you believe, do you think that God would speak to me, tell him? Now, Brother Branham himself. I believe God would speak right straight to him because you know, we are not too big, but what he can speak to us. He will speak to us. He will speak to us, all right. He will speak to us. Continue. And I tell you, if he told me that, that is if God told Brother Branham and them 
the brother might say well he told brother Branham so praise God but you see it isn't brother Branham giving you the call it's the Lord Jesus giving you the call and if the Lord Jesus giving you the call he will do the speaking If you are a minister and you are depending on psychology or some unclear so I, had, I saw this and that I don't know whether is the Lord speaking to me See? like those ones who speak if God spoke to you, his word is creative. God will create such something in you where the gates of hell cannot prevail against you. Right? If God called you, and you are a minister. People rise against you. The whole world says you are not a minister. <laughs> but if God called you. See? There is nothing that will stand before you. You have seen people. You know, they... They purport to have been called of God for something. Then they run into a problem. And then because people did not clap for them. People didn't seem to be happy with them. They get bitter. You think that if you are called of God. God sends you to do something. That may be. People will be happy with you all through. Brother, if God sends you, all the gates of hell will be against you. But I'm telling you there will be such a power, a, a, a created power in your heart that you will not depend on people clapping for you. Your gift will make way for its own self. And I'm saying, that is why we have such weak Christians. They come to a, they come to a church like this. They love Christ. Themselves, they love Jesus. And they are praising God. But when they see people, they get so discouraged, they leave church. See, and I'm wondering, you know, I usually tell my church that I don't want you to come here so that so that you can please me. Um, or so you are happy with me. Come, uh, um, come let's serve God together. You are a servant of God. God sends you here. The way he sends me here. Then we make a team. All of us are servants of God. You have not come to serve me. You have come to serve God. 
When people are called, so they are so weak in their hearts. They have to have everybody clapping for them and, and laying a red carpet. Oh, servant of God, Pastor. Oh, sister, you are a woman of God, Pastor. Brother, sister, sister. <laughs> I'm wondering what's wrong with you. Be like that sister. That brother, Branham, brother, Branham, brother Branham talked about. See? Let the Holy Ghost himself create, create himself. Create a nature. Created by God's own hand. Then you are going to have powerful people who know what they are doing. They are ordained of God. Their holiness is created by God. See? When they are delivered, from the weaknesses of the world. It is the Holy Ghost itself that has created that godly character. When there is a gift, they are not depending on psychology and, be, and being encouraged and God himself if there is a calling, God himself has talked to them. Do you see what I'm trying to get at? The, we have to have a creation. It's a creation. The nature and the gifts, they are God's creation. This is, the, this is the only way, brothers and sisters. When you, when you get people who are moving along, dragging their feet along, the, the, what they are having inside them, their nature and their gifts and all that, it is things that they are not sure of. See? It will be a week a weak army. Did you create a in a man? That's why we have weakling ministries. Yes, we're going to know where is Angabuya or Tebutam Burachamani. People who even compromise on doctrine. Avant of a Kiriana Kunjigiriza. Because of circumstances. Rembera is the Basinkana. Because it's something that has not been created by God. They are tossed to and fro. Yeah. And weakling Christians. Yeah. Praise the name of the Lord. Faith. Do you know that as the Bible says. Eh? Do you know that you cannot even call Jesus Christ the Lord. Without the power of the Holy Ghost, creative power. You know that? Let's read. What, what was the Holy Ghost given for? I'm just, this is our last quotation. 
I hope you get what I'm trying to say. The creative power of God, creating character, creating gifts. Mm. Uh, what is the Holy Ghost given for? That is 59, 12, 17, 59, 12, 17, paragraph 76. Yeah. Uh -huh, 75, scroll down and this All right. Let me, let, just, just type these words. Then, uh, Cause no man can say he's a son of God. You are saying what somebody else said. The Bible said he's a son of God. I believe the Bible. All right. The Bible said he is the son of God. I believe the Bible. The pastor says he is the son of God. I believe the pastor. Mama says he is the son of God. I believe Mama. My friend says he is the son of God. I believe my friend. But the only way that I can say he is the son of God is when the Holy Ghost comes in and bears the record of himself that he's the son of God. See? Then I know he's the son of God. Right? Amen. Even you are very confession. See? It has to be a creative power of God. Now, Achim. let me tell you. Do you know that even in the forgiveness of sins, it has to be a creative power of God for you to really have courage? There is a problem with these people who backslide. Have you ever noticed that when a person backslides, and he does something real shameful. And it's announced in church, oh, they and do this. And they are very ashamed before mm. the big Nas multitude of people. They know the evil things they did. And they are very embarrassed. They go to the world. Then they stay there for a while. Then they come back to church. And they are forgiven. Have you noticed that those people never, they never, they never come back to their spark? It's very hard. They always go around, you know, with a long face. Yeah, they are forgiven, but no, they never get back to Do you know the reason why? The problem with them is that they are depending on they really consider what people are looking at them. They know the bad things that have been said about them. They have been like Let me tell you what they are lacking. There is a time Brother Branham told a lie. Is that right? He told a lie. Then he went to confess. 
confessed to the wife oh I'm sorry I you alive. then he went to the man he lied to. and the man told him the man was crying he told him my brother brother Branham I had confidence in you but now oh I really I really have confidence it, it could have been enough but Brother Branham was not satisfied. He went to the, to the bushes there. And he prayed the whole day. Prayed the whole day. Then in the end, at the end of the day, if you are forgiven me of my sins, the same way you passed through Moses, by, by Moses, passed before me, then a while will come. <laughs> and he felt in his heart. Oh. From there, just jumping up and down. I've been forgiven. If these people could do that, instead of just relying on oh I've come to church ah, they have accepted me back and they are satisfied there if they could go to God and tell God I want, to, I want to be sure from heaven come and give me an assurance in my heart take me back where I was Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And they get a rebaptism of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Spirit takes them back where they were before. Then they would be going around telling people. You know, I also, I also. I also did this. They would be encouraging other backsliders. They would not be walking around ashamed of what they did. Maybe it was for a purpose. For you to be a help to others. Let God create in you a full restoration that is recognized in heaven and earth. From that time onwards, Brother Branham could tell people many times, yeah, I lied. I lied. I lied. <laughs> tell the whole world. Yes, I lied. Because we are human. It is just the devil trying to depress you. Yeah, you backslid. So what? There is none of us who is perfect. I can give you a lot of psychological encouragement. To encourage you. That's very fine. And your friends can do that. But it will never take the place of the creative power of God. Let God create something in you where the gates of hell, the eyes of accusers, even if people try to, to remind you, but it won't touch your heart. Because there is something created inside you. 
Let God create the new man inside Because us. Because there is the creation of God. Once it is created, created not let God give him chance. Let him create Christ inside you. With his power. With his holiness. Don't depend on psychology. I hope you get my message this morning. I'm trying to say we are the creation. We are a new creation of God's own hands. This is the creation that will come to the full stature of Christ and that will walk into the new world, in in the, new earth, earth, the new Eden. There shall be faith created by God inside their hearts and it will shake the world because it's God's own work. That's the kind of church that Jesus is coming for. He was the firstborn and he is bringing other sons created like that. That is what the creation is waiting to see. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah, now, verse, uh, Ephesians 4, these are my last scripture. Ephesians 4, verse 22 to 24. I'm not going to say anything about it, I'll just read it. That he put off concerning the former conversation, uh, conversation here means conduct, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and a true holiness. Era okufuka abajja mu moyo okwebirozo byamwe okwambala omuntu omujja eyatondebwa mu kifananyi kya katonda mu butukirivu ne mu butukuvu obwamazima Praise God kama atendezebwe the new creation of God obutondebwa katonda obujja I'm trusting that we are in that plan of God. Remember, it is not fixing the old one. Right? There's a creative power. When somebody tells you slowly, slowly, getting rid of slowly, slowly. Ah. No, no, no. That's the old creation. Praise God. From Bethlehem's manger came forth a stranger on earth I long to be like him. My faithful Savior, 
how rich his favor That's the new creation. To be like Jesus. He was the first. To be like him. All through life's his character. Serene and holy obedient glory honor thy Lord to be Love. 